It's May 29th, 2019. This is Acacia Thompson for Brooklyn Public Library's Greenpoint Oral History Project for Our Streets, Our Stories. I'm here today at Bushwick in the Park in Williamsburg, Brooklyn with Forrester Bill Schmidt. Hi, Bill. Hi, Acacia. So tell me, what is Greening Greenpoint? Greening Greenpoint uh, is a project that was funded by GSEF, uh, the Greenpoint Community Environmental Fund, uh, a restitution for an oil spill that occurred uh, many years ago. And the project began about five years ago. And its goal was to plant trees in Greenpoint. We planted to date uh, 634 trees uh, in that time. And also to steward those trees, get the community involved with uh, the tree planting, the tree care, uh, planting perennials. Uh, it also involved protecting the trees with tree guards and creating more impervious services. So that would mean expanding the tree beds, removing block, and that's to uh, allow more water to um, return to the soil for the trees. Also helps with um, mitigating combined sewage overflow and uh, also allowing more oxygen into the soil. Um, so it works as a carbon sink and also benefits the trees. All right, so tell me a little bit about what Greenpoint was like, the urban forest was like, sort of before Greening Greenpoint came in. Uh, so before Greening Greenpoint came in, I mean, Greenpoint is a, is a neighborhood that has a history of uh, heavy industry beginning in about the mid to early 19th century. Um, the area, particularly along the shoreline on Newtown Creek and then the East River, a lot of warehouses, um, some particularly um, toxic industries, vinyl siding, um, sugar, rope was actually um, pretty difficult industries to, to operate and created a lot of pollution um, and a lot of oil refineries as well. So the neighborhood kind of reflected that, a lot of warehouses, um, while there's some there have been some tr beautiful tree-lined streets in Greenpoint um, for decades, probably over 100 years, um, like Kent Street. Uh, a lot of the streets um, did not have many trees. Uh, also, the, uh, in the 90s, the Asian longhorn beetle um, infestation, which was actually discovered in Greenpoint in the late 90s, I think it was 97, mm -hmm. right? Um, and as a result, a lot of trees had to be removed from that. Uh, so by the, um, you know, about five years ago, about 2015, um, so, so some of those trees have been replanted, but the, the urban canopy um, was desperate need to be expanded. Um, there was, like I said, uh, this was also, um, this had begun before this, but there was a lot of construction also occurring at this time. Uh, which is still uh, it's a rapidly gentrifying neighborhood. Um, so it was a neighborhood that really uh, needed an expansion of their, urban, of their tree canopy. Well, can you tell me a little bit about how um, the urban environment is hostile to trees? Yes, uh, the urban environment is quite hostile to trees. Um, you know, if you look at trees, have they, how they've evolved over millions of years to be in a place that's um, very, very different than the, the environment they're in. Uh, so there's a lot of challenges with trees uh, in an urban environment. Some of them are obvious, some of them are not so obvious. 
Um, probably one of the biggest challenges for urban trees is compaction. Um, the soil in New York City tree beds becomes very compacted um, in a pretty short period of time. And it's not just a foot traffic, although that can, um, or sometimes tires in particularly loading areas in some of the industrial or commercial sites, but the constant rumbling of the streets through trucks, uh, cars, uh, particularly the subway system, um, the constant vibration pushes a lot of air at the soil. So when the soil becomes compacted, that makes water more difficult to penetrate, makes air more difficult to penetrate. And without um, the essentials of, of oxygen and water, uh, that can be a challenge that can, you know, makes it very difficult for trees to survive. Um, the other uh, challenge is the, um, is our human beings <laughs> in the city. Um, I think the awareness of trees has, has definitely increased over the last uh, few, few, last 20 years as people look at seeing trees as more than just these things that come out of the ground and, and uh, seeing them as being an integral part of the urban environment. Uh, but that being said, um, there's still a lot of damage, mo most of it unintentionally caused uh, by humans and trees, whether that be car doors, uh, what we call truck prudings, which are you know large trucks that come down a three street like semis that take out branches. Um, again, it, it, most of these things aren't intentional. Uh, another problem, which is um, a problem all over the city for trees, not just Greenpoint, uh, is, is dogs defecating in pits. Um, some neighborhoods and blocks are worse than others, but that can be a real problem problem for trees. So again, it's a lot of things that aren't un unintentional and and dumping too. A lot of garbage is left in trees, um, which is intentional. But I would say most of it's unintentional. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a real difficult environment for trees in the city. Well, why are trees so important to us? Well, there's a lot of practical uh, reasons why trees are important. Uh, trees provide oxygen. Uh, of course, most people, they provide about half of the world's oxygen. Um, oxygen's good if you want to breathe. <laughs> Uh, trees also provide a canopy cover for shade, uh, which is particularly important during the hot summer months. Um, it can lower heating bills. Um, it can um, help against work work as a windbreak against against wind. That's not as much of a problem in Greenpoint. Uh, and then there are the uh, less practical, if you will, um, but nonetheless still important, which is just the aesthetic beauties that trees bring. Um, trees are part of nature, we're a part of nature. Uh, we have a very deep connection to trees, even if we don't consciously know it. Um, a thought experiment that I always throw out there is, um, if you're walking down a street that has you know, beautiful tree-lined street, it doesn't matter if it's summer or not, where you feel the shade, it's just more noticeable. Uh, and then you turn the corner in the street with no trees, even if, even if there's a temperature difference, um, you know it, you feel it, it feels different. Um, trees have also been shown to decrease crime. Um, and areas that have more trees have less crime. Um, and that's probably also the unconscious connection people have with trees. Uh, so there's a beauty that trees bring, whether it's in their form, uh, like an oak or um, an elm in particular, as these you know, elegant, long um, you know, branches that's that sprawl out um, or the flowers in the spring that you see with cherry trees or the pear trees. Um, 
and in this area, this part of the world, the fall colors. So they provide a lot of aesthetic beauty that I think is, is just as important as all the other practical reasons to have trees. Do you have a favorite block for trees in Greenpoint? Uh, well, I probably have a few favorite blocks. I think probably something that Greenpoint is known for. It's probably the most Instagrammable <laughs> block in Greenpoint is uh, the Guernsey block. Most people are familiar with this. So Guernsey is a very narrow street with about, you know, mid-sized buildings. Uh, and um, probably maybe 50 years ago or so, they planted the same trees. And this, this can be a problem for other reasons, but when, it's, when it works, it, it's beautiful. So they planted the trees um, both sides of the block about the same time with honey locust trees. Um, and because the, the, si the streets are narrow and because the buildings are, um, you know, not small, but about mid-size, um, the trees had to kind of arc in order to capture more sunlight. And as a result, there's this beautiful uh, tunnel effect now when you're going through that. The canopies on both sides of the streets have kind of merged in the middle. And um, so it's created a really lovely block. Uh, other blocks I think are really um, notable too is Kent Street between Manhattan and Franklin is a lovely block. Um, there's a lot of townhouses that have been since the 19th century, so there's a history there of, of, of trees, uh, tree care. So, so it's a block that's, it's, it's a historic block. Um, and like other historic blocks, um, it's difficult to come in and um, well, really, in some places, impossible to come in and, and remove large sections to build high rises. So what that does is that keeps the integrity of the block. Um, these are also blocks, Oak Street as well, um, which is also historic, at least half of it. Um, also happens to be where a lot of the steering committee for the Green and Greenpoint project live. Uh, and it shows. So it, these are people who really deeply care about the trees, the tree canopies, the health of the trees. And it shows, and they're lovely blocks. You know, they're beautifully beautiful blocks. But... Um, you know, trees are living things, and living things need to be, uh, in the city particularly, you know, um, they need to be looked after and maintained and cared for and loved, you know, and it shows. And, and, and it's a result of decades of people who have cared about these trees and cared about their block and about their neighbors. And the result is it's a, you know, beautiful, lovely place to, to live in and just stroll. Well, before we go, you've been working in Greenpoint for a little bit now. Is there anything else you'd like to share about, about the neighborhood? Well, I can't say enough good things about Greenpoint. I've, um, since my time here, which has been almost two years, um, I've really grown to love the area. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to serve the people here. I've met some fantastic people here, most notably the woman who I'm inter being interviewed by now, Acacia Thompson. Um, there's just so many wonderful, warm, compassionate people who really care about uh, trees, who care about their neighborhood, um, care about greening Greenpoint, care about um, you know how people relate with the natural world, and you know th these are kind of these are things that I think are starting to um, touch on globally, and. Um, but in some places, there seems to be a higher concentration of those people, and Greenpoint's one of those places. So it's been a real pleasure to work here. Um, I have another month before the project ends, and I'm already missing it and getting sentimental about it. Uh, but uh, fortunately, um, 
because of organizations like Greenpoint Tree Corps uh, and the many volunteers who um, volunteer with them and then for other projects and the citizen pruners out there, uh, we feel that um, the trees that we planted, um, the tree guards, all the work that we've done here, we feel that that work is going to be, it's going to continue because of the wonderful people who care so much about this neighborhood. So we feel like that we've, um, we turning over the car keys as we, the metaphor we've been using, we feel like the neighborhood's in good hands. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Bill, and all the work you've done in our community. Thank you.